0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Turn me to your bed
1: And welcome to the Bed Post Podcast, the show where I bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have in-depth conversations about sex and sexuality. However, this is episode 300, 300 and I've actually decided to not have a fun and sexy guest into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. I decided that I wanted to do something a little special for this episode. At like milestone episodes in the past, I've brought back really popular guests. I know for one, I brought back like my first guest ever and went along that way. I was trying to think of like, what, what way could I do something a little cool for uh, all my fantastic listeners? So what I thought I'd do is the equivalent of like a clip show (laughs) You know when you've been watching like a reality competition show or something like that And there's an episode uh, It's everyone's favorite episode It's the episode where they're just trying to fill the gap between the regular season and the finale So they do a clip show to review uh, You know all the episodes that have brought you to that moment (laughs) People love it So I thought that I would basically go right back to the beginning, I'm just kind of scrolling through on my phone, and I would talk about, you know, anecdotes, moments, guests that kind of stood out to me as I'm scrolling all the way back through 300 episodes. I have no idea how long this will be. (laughs) My intention is to actually cut in clips if I still have the episodes. I might not have some of the early episodes, but who knows? If if I can, you know, I'll go to great lengths for you. That's how much you mean to me. Especially if you've been here from the very beginning. This is the beginning of the Bedpost podcast. So right off the top... Kiki LaRue is my very first guest This is a friend of mine I brought him back for the 50th episode, I think I thought that would be cute And I've listened to this one, like, since then And it's actually not bad for a first episode Like, in general, I would advise people to, like, not go back And listen to the first, you know, let's say 50 episodes of any podcast Because it's going to be shit and it's going to sound like shit (laughs) But this one is not too bad, actually. And there's just a really good friend of mine, and I love them so much. And you know, hey, if you're gonna go back to the bedpost podcast and start from the very beginning, I'm not gonna be upset about it. No, actually, I'm so sorry. No, we just bought a toy that was re- oh. re- recently, and it was it's the most interesting toy I've ever come across in my whole life. What is it? It's a um, insertable. Okay, it's like you wear it on your cock first, yep. and it, it's ribbed on the inside. It's like a soft silicone jelly sort of thing, like a so cock ring type the, thing. No,
0: but it's a sheath. It's a like sleeve. It's a sleeve,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's ribbed on the inside. And you, you, whatever, you lube it up, and but it has a stopper at the base of it.
1: You're you wearing it temporarily, and to insert this into your person, you, you yeah. fuck it. You fuck them. <laughs> you fuck it. Uh, fuck that hole. <laughs> <laughs> Episode six, Richard Como. I actually listened to this recently because I have someone that's going back and listening through all the old episodes. And they specifically said that this one was a really good one. So I re-listened to it recently. And it's just like fun and flirty. And we're so enthused to be in each other's presence. We're talking about sex toys, which we were both really passionate about, Richard was a guest that I had on the, um, not only back on the podcast, I'm sure multiple times after that, at least once I had him at the stage show doing like sex toy demos. So that was always a super fun thing. And looking back, you know, those are segments I really miss at the Bedpost Stage Show. Episode six, Richard Como.
2: Ooh,
0: you want to hear a tip? Yes, please. Uh, This is for all you viewers out there. Yeah. If you're testing out a vibrator in your yeah. hand or whatnot at a store, here's a good tip.
1: Where do you put it? Yeah, yeah you touch yeah. it to
0: the tip of your nose. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you find that it tickles you and you can't handle it on yeah. your nose, odds are it's not going to work down there.
1: And then episode eight, oh my god, Graham Isidore. If you follow me at all on social media, you know that to this day, I shoot with Graham, like doing lovely photo shoots all around the Toronto area. He's a fantastic friend of mine. We actually used to work at a restaurant together for a couple years. And that's kind of where our, fresh, our uh, friendship started. He uh, did like storytelling shows for a while. He's a storyteller. He's a freelance writer. And um, I'm interested to go back and listen to that one for sure, because that was forever ago and we're still doing our thing together.
0: I've been broken up with by my long term girlfriend who had left me for her yoga instructor, (laughs) who was a white guy with dreadlocks.
1: And said namaste in casual conversation. And said
0: namaste in casual conversation.
1: Kim Sedgwick. Oh, boy, do I miss this lady. Episode 11. She is the owner of the former Red Tent Sisters, uh, which used to be a sex toy shop that was on the Danforth near where I owned my restaurant. So that was kind of how we developed our friendship. And um, I think I've had her on the pod a couple times. She is another one that's definitely been on the stage show like a regular on the stage show. And I actually love to see these Bedpost regulars like early on in the pod because they're the type of people that like just represent Bedpost. So she's the absolute most adorable human. I'm always so excited to see her and talk to her. So I'm sure that one is like the giggliest, the most positive, the funnest episode. That's episode 11 with Kim Sedgwick. And you spoke about the Hitachi. So okay, that, yeah. so that indeed is. Well, your I, I love toilet. that I actually got a partner
2: to like rearrange his bedroom because the outlet <laughs> was close <laughs> enough, and I was like, "This isn't gonna work for it's me." Gonna work. If you want to date me, you gotta rearrange the bed. And he was like, "All right."
1: And then, oh my God, episode twelve with my husband, Matt McCready. <laughs> Apparently, this is the one where we do a clone a Willie. I think we also play like. Never have I ever, or something weird like that. we also play some games with each other hypotheticals I think th- hypothetical questions either way, you should definitely tune in episode twelve Matt McCready it was
0: very uh
1: time in two minutes yeah, so yeah. it was like go 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 <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, I, I have to be hard for like four minutes straight with no real stimulation on my dick other than yeah. this like weird mold around it
1: yeah, it's not which sexy. is like
0: no, it's not sexy at all. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, the hits come early in the Bed Post podcast because episode 13 is Andrea Warhun. And this one is so interesting because Andrea is actually in the closet um, as a sex worker. She's very out and proud now. She's the writer of Modern Horror, the memoir about her sex work uh, career. And she has a new book coming out as well, which I've already purchased um, from pre-order. So it's very interesting because she kind of presents herself as a sex work researcher, you know, because we wanted to talk about sex work, but she wasn't ready to completely come out. Super interesting. Episode 13, Andrea Wirheim. Yeah, I think the commodification of a woman's own sexuality is actually a big liberator. Yeah. Can I, it's sex work is an absolutely open ended industry. You don't need to have a lot of education. You don't apply with a resume. Yeah. There's no interview. Yeah. You just, you could just do it. You can just fully do it. You can just do it. There's so few barriers to making potentially a fuck ton of money. Yeah. And if, you know, a woman is more independently minded and as like an entrepreneurial sense. Yeah. Like a business savvy. Yeah. They can be an extremely, um, lucrative job. And then, oh, Jesus, episode 15, Mary Ann Pym. <laughs> My mom on the pod. I refer to this episode a lot. I haven't listened to it. I have not listened to it I think I'm a little nervous to listen to it but I do say to people like because my mom is like my biggest fan I often say like she was actually on the pod like back in the day and here it is episode 15 with Marianne Pym yes but it covered
0: your breasts (laughs) under your shirt so well I didn't have breasts at the very beginning
1: And no, you didn't
0: really need it, but you wanted one, so I got you one. Because as we
1: know, you don't have huge boobs. No, even now I don't. So in grade three, I definitely didn't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jumping ahead to episode 19, Carlisle Jansen, who owns Good For Her, the uh, sex toy shop here in Toronto, I went on location with this one and honestly it was a very informative interview but one of the only things I remember is that she had a coworker like in the very next room doing some very loud taping like just the of the duct tape was like all throughout like an entire segment of the podcast <laughs> episode 19 Carlisle Jansen So what are the types of things you cover in that book, if you don't mind my asking? Yeah,
2: so that book, we talk a little bit about the health benefits of masturbation. We talk a bit about the myths of masturbation and why it sort of had a hard time getting going. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a big section on anatomy. And one of the things I was really adamant about, because a lot of books out there don't get into this, is techniques.
1: Okay, episode 23, Colin Sharp. Colin is like a comedy friend of mine. I think Matt facilitated him coming on the pod. He was like, you should ask Colin, like he'll he'll be funny, you know, and like he's got tons of stories and like Matt knows when they like, you know, have drinks, I'm sure, or whatever, he gets pretty like loose-lipped about like sexy stuff. And then I remember getting him on the podcast and like he was not very <laughs> vocal about said stories i have i honestly don't even know what we talked about but i can see it's only 43 minutes long which is hilarious because my podcasts usually run an hour so clearly um, <laughs> i knew i wasn't gonna get much out of him and just decided to like call it
0: and then uh, with my brother's uh dirty magazines and stuff, I found his stash, and he had, like, a, a snap bracelet. With yeah, all slap like, bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had with, uh, with all different pictures of naked girls. It was probably from, like, 80s Playboys or something. Like That's that
1: cool. I had slap bracelets. Yeah. I had, like, 20 <laughs> slap bracelets. One was, like, a watch. There were, like, different materials. Like, yeah. oh, man, I would have loved one. No nudie ones. <laughs> yeah. Where would he have even gotten that? Oh my god! So episode twenty-five is the first time I have Andrew Gerza on the podcast. I love to hear that he was also on in the early days because he's such a good friend at this point, and he's so fucking knowledgeable, and he gives such a fucking amazing point of view, um, shining a bright light on sex and disability. So love to see Andrew Gerza on episode twenty-five there. I'm real. I'm, no, I'm much more comfortable online. I think than mm-hmm. person in the in queer spaces. I'm a little bit more reserved because I don't feel like I'm
0: really welcome there because they're just not used to seeing disabled people. So I feel a little weird when I go into, like, real-world spaces. Yeah. But on the computer, if I like somebody, I'm like, hey,
1: you're hot, let's go get a coffee, let's go do that. And I'm very bar- – I like to – I just like sex because it's something that's been – not denied to me, but it's been something that it's been hard for me to access. So whenever I get the chance to play with that, I, I jump at it. Yes. <laughs> and I applaud you for it. Oh, okay. This is an episode that for a long time I directed people towards. Um, like when they wanted to, when people are like, what episode should I listen to? Early on, this was the one episode 34 with EFI Chiwatelu. She is so fabulous. And I feel like we had chemistry, it had energy. And she was just an absolutely fabulous guest. I think I feel I felt like I hit my stride in this episode. Like, I kind of got what the vibe was supposed to be. And I haven't listened to this one in a while. But I am I'm interested to actually when I go and find these little clips for you. This this is one where I might just actually listen to the whole damn thing. Episode 34, Ify Chowatelu. When your breasts are of a certain size, the
2: idea of going out without a bra Like, I'm just thinking about, like, how much pain I might be just walking down the street. Yeah, like, do you get, just- like,
1: shoulder I do. Pain. I get pain from, Food like... Pain. Yeah.
2: But also, you know, like, I'm just thinking about being at the parade and, like, clapping and then being like,
1: oh, as the jiggling of that alone is, like... <laughs> just too painful. much. Painful, to- yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, the light is changing. I need to jog across the street. And you wouldn't be able to yeah, do it. Yeah, you'd knock yourself out. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'd knock people beside me out. <laughs> I'd probably knock a child underneath me out. Like everyone would be, everyone would be knocked, would be knocked out. <laughs> Episode forty-two. Hillary Wilson um, is a friend of mine who is so fucking funny. Um, she's a gay woman, and she has <laughs> she had a great yeast infection story, which actually someone brought up to me the other day so episode 42 hillary wilson it's it's still in people's minds
2: this story has gotten so much mileage i'm not gonna say who it is but she knows who it is and a lot of other people (laughs) she knows who she is she made a homemade sugar scrub with like coconut oil and like vanilla and stuff like that and she was like i'm gonna scrub myself from head to toe okay and she was like this is great i'm gonna taste like a cupcake and she just like went to town and this thing has sugar in it. Yeah, it, it was, like, sugar. sugar and coconut oil and, mostly like... mostly sugar. Correct. So, scrubbing away at her lady business, like, a couple days later, wakes up and was like, oh, dear Lord, something is terribly wrong. <laughs> I, what
1: have I done to myself? What have I done?
2: Doesn't put the two together, so no. she
1: goes to, like, fucking... She thinks she has an STD or yeah, something? Yeah, she goes yeah. to, like, a <laughs> yeah. clinic.
2: Yeah. yeah. So she goes to a clinic, and the woman... <laughs> this These are her words. She's like, said to me... the thing you never want to hear from a doctor when you
1: have your legs in stirrups which was oh my okay moving right along to episode 63 with natalie metcalf who is a toronto comedian and lady shane okay (laughs) oh we actually have two we have a one and a half parter basically Um, there's bonus footage as well. (laughs) Episode 63. Basically, this was one that Matt pretty much dreamed up. He's like, you should have like one of your sex work guests and have one of your comedian guests at the same time. So you could get, you could be asking Lady Shane about all the crazy shit she does in her dominatrix sessions. And then you can get the reactions from like a really cute, pure, um, you know, person that's not so open about their sex life, possibly. Um, and that was Natalie. So this, this, I ha- also haven't listened to recently, recently, but I know this one was wild. <laughs> I have no idea what the sound quality is like. I know we might have been, I think this was my first um, time that I went and recorded in the library in my condo. I think. Maybe. So maybe the sound quality isn't that bad. Anyway, episode 63, there's two parts of it, Natalie Metcalf and Lady Shane. <laughs> but full foot. Okay, so yeah, what so, happened then? So, so then it's
2: just like, okay, well, you're already lubed up, ready to go. I put the condom on my phone. I am doing the actions, by the she way. She is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is. If you've noticed her
1: get further from the mic, it's because she wants to... Her, <laughs> Do her leg is in the Her air. leg's up. <laughs> <laughs> I put
2: <laughs> I put the condom on my foot like I put a sock.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For those
2: of you interested, it is slimy.
1: Yeah, probably. Yes. It
2: is very interesting. Um, And then I extra lubed it up. And it is a great core workout. <laughs> and it's basically all ballerina foot. You fucking point your toe and you go in and out, in and out. And oh, so... so you're thrusting. Yeah. Oh, you not just like a... No. no.
1: And then like not right too far after that, episode 66 with Laura Sylvarez. <laughs> She's a Toronto comedian as well. And... What what I remember from that is her talking about using the shower head, um, to masturbate with. <laughs> so, there are just some stories that stick with you. Episode sixty six, Laura Silovitz. Are you saying you've never used a removable <clears throat> shower head? Is that what's happening to masturbate with? Yeah. No. Oh my god! It's gonna change your life. I don't. <laughs> not gonna change,
2: change your, your life. Gonna change your life. You're not gonna be able to
1: shower without masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually think that might. Our main shower might have a remove I don't oh, even know. Tonight, girl, <laughs> get on it. Oh my god. Episode sixty-nine. Good number, first of all. Shannon LaHay. Okay. We talk about <laughs> We talk about piss play. Which is hilarious because like, you know, she's a comedian. She's done my show several times. Um and, you know, with a comedian, with a comedic guest you kind of expect the it to be kind of light and funny um you know and they're not going to like show their completely kinky side or whatever you know and we end up talking about the trickle down when you hear this clip (laughs) you'll understand episode 66 69 shannon Lahaye. I just picture, like, I don't know, like, on my chest, like, something like that.
2: I wouldn't want it on my head is more more so my thing, because the trickle down would be... (laughs) (laughs) The trickle down! It's a concern, it's a concern. I get it, I get it.
1: Episode 74, Trevor William Hayes. He, uh, he's in New York now, so we haven't been in touch for a few years, but... Throughout college, she's like one of my besties, and I remember from this episode, right near the end of it, we talked about a, we talked about anal sex a little bit, and um, we talked about specifically like not using lube, <laughs> which is not something I would ever recommend to anyone. But the funny part about that, not only was that part of the pod kind of wild, but my, I know my mom after that um, told me that she listened to that episode and loved it. And all I could think about was that part near the end of the pod. <laughs> episode 74, Trevor o. William Hey. If there's like a lot of, pre- <laughs> you're already laughing at me. If there's a lot of prep, like manual prep before the actual anal sex, like yeah. penis in butt anal sex, mm-hmm. if there's a lot of like thought going into it, like a good ten minutes of like warm up, mm-hmm. and then we do it. It doesn't happen. I don't know if it's like nerves or like too many nerves or See, something like this. For me, it would be the opposite. Okay, but if he just like if he just like comes in the room, and then we have anal sex right away with no warm up, I'm fine. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the opposite. I think it should be Probably. the opposite. Yeah. I know it should be the opposite. Now, some of these I remember for not good reasons, so I will not give a shout out on these. (laughs) Oh, however, episode 86, Gem. Okay, this one is great. And actually, I want to get another guest to do this kind of same thing with their experience, because basically we talked all about breast enhancement. We talked all about getting your boobs done. And I think it was so informative and yeah, I, I really love this person. I love Jem. And yeah, I know another friend of mine who, actually a couple of friends of mine who had their boobs done. One got a reduction and one got an enhancement. And one had like some crazy complications and stuff. Ooh, so maybe I'll ask one of them because I love, I don't have very many topic-based episodes. This is one of them that I would recommend though. Episode 86 with Jem.
2: So that meant I had no choice but to go at at least 425 cc's. Okay. Which is? Which was 13 and centimeters, but I went to 500 cc's. You jacked it right up. Yeah, it was about 14.25 centimeters, I think. Yeah. So now they're a lot closer
1: together than they used to be. Right, right. Yes. Because you went higher than recommended.
2: Well, I went within the recommended range. Yes. Um, and I'm glad that I did because most people say... Um, my biggest regret is I went too small.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I'm looking at episode 95. It's just a solo episode and I'm talking about my Bartholin cyst. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to show a clip from it and don't listen to it. <laughs> it's upsetting. It's upsetting for me. Is it bad that some of these, I'm not even recognizing the name. Are these different names? You know what happens sometimes is like, People record with me and then later on, like, you know, a year later, a couple years later, whatever, they ask if they can have it deleted or have their name changed. So I think this is one of it, one of them, because I do not remember. <laughs> I don't know what this name is. That or I'm just an asshole, you know, <laughs> it could be that. Oh, and then here we are in the studio. Eggplant Media. My first episode is episode 118 with Lady Shane. Or no, the first one is 117 with Heather Elizabeth, but I'm looking at this Lady Shane episode and remembering that she brought in a, um, what's it called? A, um, the saddle vibe? Anyway, I'm sitting on a vibrator <laughs> for this whole thing and she's turning it on willy nilly I would most definitely recommend 118 with Lady Shane oh my god that that (laughs) really does remind me of like being on like a tractor I think I'm getting a memory
2: (laughs) we're developing a memory
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're developing a fantasy
2: either way a thought is happening (laughs) either past present
1: or future
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, while we're saying something's happening to me.
1: And then the next one, uh, I'm interviewing Shahrazad, which is my current headmistress at the ritual chamber. Now, this is me slyly investigating about becoming a dominatrix. (laughs) Like, it being in the cards, and me being curious about it. And me looking at all these cool dominatrices in my life, and wondering if that could be me. So I would definitely listen to that nuance of me being like me actually personally considering going into this field and conducting the interview in a way where I'm not exactly talking about that or addressing that. (laughs) 119 with Shaharazad. What is something like that I could go home and do tonight mm-hmm. to like begin harnessing, you know, <laughs> your inner dominatrix? Inner dominatrix. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Um. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> um, well, something you could do uh, for starters is you could take a look at your general patterns in the bedroom. Like we all have. Uh, kind of like a way of being sexually that um, after a while, when we've been with somebody for a long time, we tend to get into a a bit of patterned behavior, you know. Ooh, okay, this is a cool one. Episode 128, I get the pleasure of talking to Melina Lee Williams-Hoss. She is a fantastic kink educator and storyteller. And she was coming out with a documentary at that time about kink, about like... um, MS Dynamics actually. And I like, I felt very professional doing this. Um, I had to go on site, you know, they were doing like a press day in Toronto. And I got, you know, I was allotted a certain amount of time and I was like in there with the press. It was a pretty cool experience, um, just that in itself. But then also, like, Melina is amazing, absolutely amazing. And it was such a pleasure actually to get access to her on episode 128. And so I hope that people can see that here and people can understand that when I am making him breakfast, Mm -hmm.
2: when I am packing his bags, when I'm dealing with our travel schedule, all those things are, are service for me. And it has an emotional, erotic and spiritual charge that is
1: important for maintaining this lifestyle because Mm -hmm. it's exhausting as well. Yeah. You know, yes, yes, can be. And then following up that with episode 130, Kyla from Risqué Reviews. This was a really cool episode because we did this live podcasting event at like in that studio at Pacific Junction with with um, the eggplant media. So it was like live and there was a big audience and I really do not have very many live episodes like at all. And, um, you know, the energy is just totally different, right? So if you're interested in seeing what that energy is like, episode 130 with Kyla.
0: Definitely. Uh, And something for people that I think they should avoid are the um, anal numbing creams. Yes.
1: Oh, great point, (laughs) Kyla. Yes. Thank you. So
0: a lot of people that are new to anal sex or stimulation uh, want to use a numbing cream because they're worried it's going to hurt. But pain or discomfort is our body's way of telling us to slow down. We need to take our time. So we want to be aware of those sensations. We want to listen to our body.
1: Yes, that is such a great point. One of my absolute faves. She's been on the podcast, maybe the most out of anyone, Leah Laronowicz, Uh episode 138. This is one where I had her in the studio, in that fancy studio. And oh, she doesn't disappoint. Really, any of the Leah Laronowicz episodes, um, go listen to them. Now, episode 138 with Leah Laronowicz
0: let this one die i'm like you go bitch and then he was giving himself an enema in his kitchen mm-hmm. with um like- not
1: just a a normal enema <laughs> no, 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 no definitely no. abnormal
0: he was just like grabbing everything he could in his kitchen he had milk and like peanut butter and um <laughs> it's so
1: disgusting it's so great
0: and just and just enemaing
1: all over like yeah bananas filling. didn't he yeah
2: bana- i think
0: there or- were bananas
1: was, he, I remember it was like a smoothie. It was very it was smoothie-like. smoothie like it yeah. was
0: a lot of there was milk, there was peanut butter, <laughs> and then there was he was mumbling and I, I don't know what else he put in his butt. Like he put I think he put chocolate, I don't know what he put in his butt, but then he was like, The mystery ingredient will not be known. And then he was just rocket fueling it onto his linoleum floor and yelling while he was doing it. Like he <laughs> was like, Yeah
1: And oh, this was somebody that I was hugely inspired by in becoming a dominatrix episode 142 I have on Lady Henry I think for the second time at that point but she's just such a joy such a light she's so playful she's so funny I think it really broadened my horizons as to like what it could look like to become a dominatrix like something out of the box you know what I mean like the fact that she's I had her at bedpost so many times, like the stage show, because she's just so fucking funny. Like she's a fucking stand up comedian. Just her off the cuff humor. So I think I was really, really fucking inspired by her. And I know this episode's a banger. 142 with Lady Henry. Do it today. Yeah. Like you don't you don't have to get pegged. Like you know it's and you don't even have to have a dildo you can have a cucumber like if you want to start and then have salad afterwards <laughs> it's fine we're all it's all you know
2: support local businesses like go to the, <laughs> the farmers market and get market. your like
1: you know get your cucumber
2: on yes exactly
1: oh man okay episode 176 master wolfgang Oh, i feel like this would be so difficult to listen to for me um he's passed now um I really want to listen to it. I don't even think I'm ready yet, but I will be. But I would recommend to you to go listen to it for sure, to see what a fantastic fucking person he was. And I know this episode was absolutely lovely. And I learned so much about him. Um, And I think this really created a bond where we're like, oh my god, we have a very similar background actually. And, oh boy, yeah, I have a lot of feelings surrounding Wolfgang. And, yeah, I would love to revisit this episode myself at some point. You know, those days, maybe I'll have a day where I really just want to (laughs) cry, maybe. maybe I could go and listen to this. I have a feeling, though, if I did put it back on, I'd be laughing. I'd be laughing along with us because I know it was like we talked about a lot of awesome, fun things. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe I'd cry after. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, but 176. Master Wolfgang. That was so that
0: one of the... I I had three great things come out of that experience. Um, It was the first was that I started exploring real kink yeah. and opening my mind as to all the different kinds of kink. Um, and, uh, and as a matter of fact, I remember the day before we were supposed to do the second show, we timed it and realized we were about 10 minutes short because hmm. we had promised them 45 minutes on stage and we didn't have 45 minutes because the show was still being workshopped. So we kind of ran around, going, what do we do? What do we do? And uh, the composer wrote a quick song called Whatever Floats Your Boat. And basically it was a quick little, quick little, chorus um, about whatever you're into, go ahead mm-hmm. and then we would do a quick demo on stage, I didn't know what demo was at that time but I did a quick demo what it was and so we thought well, what do we do quickly, okay, foot fetish is easy mm-hmm. you, you two girls can do a foot fetish scene, that's fine, uh, we're going to go rent a furry outfit, we're going <laughs> to rent a mascot outfit from Malabars and we'll do a furry scene I don't even know what a furry was Yeah, I just read about it somewhere and went, that's like, a we Yeah, we that, do that, that. Right. <laughs> and uh, I forget what I was going to do, oh, wax play Oh. Another way I discovered a new kink. Oh, oh. I'll do we'll do wax play. I apparently you could drip candles on people. I don't know. Apparently. I, I don't know. Writing <laughs> a play, don't know. Sure, I don't know, sure. Um, and we came up with about six different things we could do during the song. Um one of one of the people that auditioned had a um, a latex jockstrap in yellow and black. And they said, Well, you know, yellow means I'm into urine. I was like, What? <laughs> what <laughs> can't do that on stage right now can't do that uh what else we do and I said well it's latex what about um uh you get, what, balloons we'll get black and black and yellow balloons and you can do a ballooner scene a lunar scene mm-hmm. didn't know what you did with the balloon did nope. he's like do I pop it I was like I don't I know, don't go, know. <laughs> go google it I don't know
1: oh my god so episode 183 I had someone on talking about ABDL which is kind of a um it's like kind of one of the more taboo kinks so I had this person on and then um they I think on the day they were like oh can I make this anonymous actually and I was like sure yeah I can just like not put your name on the episode or we can use another name or whatever you want and they're like no can I have like my voice changed and I was like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I'm like but then I was like I'm pretty confident I can try to figure this out. Um and anyway, this is the result. Episode 183 <laughs> entitled An ABDL Community Member. H play you don't really see as much. So yeah, when I was I didn't have any exposure to it and I thought there was something really wrong with me. Um so when I realized that it's it's actually quite common and popular yeah, that really helped for sure. Knowing that other, that it was a thing, that other people were into it, essentially that you were not alone. Yeah, I thought that I was like, one of the few people that had this or like, I, you know, like there was something really fucked up and wrong, <laughs> wrong about me. And there totally is. But it's, there's lots of other fucked up people too. So it's okay. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Episode 193, hypno Kingster Matt. Oh. I love this. I love this episode. I know for sure the Wi-Fi was fucked that day. Um, And also, I don't think I had figured out how to do virtual interviews that well. So the quality is probably not fantastic. But like the audio quality is not good. But the quality of the subject content and Matt is just like the most knowledgeable about hypnokink. And it's another one of those topic based ones that I do really rarely. And um, I just love that I should do more of them really, because clearly, they're some of my favorite episodes. So um, episode 193, hypnokinkster, Matt. So, okay. What, what kind of crazy things can we, can we get up to? What kind of dirty, naughty things? Oh my (laughs) gosh. So much (laughs) stuff, Aaron. Uh, Where to begin? So uh,
0: some, some folks that I, that I follow, like have referred to hypno kink as sort of like the, the, the salt and pepper of kink because you can kind of sprinkle it on anything and and Mm. you can do a lot of things with it and make a lot of things better with it. Mm. So let's see if you're into bondage, may I presume, uh, you, you, you can do um, hypnotic bondage. So you can...
1: Um, oh, like verbal bondage, but yes. like that extra level exactly. of verbal bondage. Oh, exactly. man. Yeah, you're yeah. You're following. Yeah, so you can... Lush Lynn is one of my fucking favorites. I think I've had her on twice. I'd have her on a third time. Lynn, if you're listening, this is an open invitation to have you back on. I just remember, I just love being in your presence. So when I'm looking at episode 204, I'm remembering us being in the library of my condo and me just loving being in your presence. It's a shame that I've got to do these all virtually, but I think my main takeaway, yeah, is just the honor and joy and pleasure I had just sitting in a room with you and having your undivided, you know. Attention, And I was absolutely reciprocating that right back to you. But, oh, yeah. I just love this person so much. And you will, too, if you listen to 204 Lush Lynn.
2: I love to elicit reactions from
1: people. Oh, yes.
2: Yes. That is... That just... It makes me giddy yes. when I get and I get reactions from people and that and that kind of verbal and physical feedback.
1: Yes, and
2: so to me that is just delightful. That it, it feeds me, it feeds my soul. Yes. yes, yes, it makes me happy and it it makes me like, oh, okay, this is what I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the world.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm making a real difference. I'm right making here, a real right difference ooh, real quick, I'm going to say episode 207, Nadine Thornhill and Eva Bloom in the same fucking room. Like, how amazing is that? They were just working on sex ed school. And damn, it's like, it's aimed at young people, right? Like sex education, like for young people. And I just fucking... I, like, what an honor to have them both, two incredible sex educators, working on this amazing project. This was not the first time I had it, Eva on the podcast, I think. My first time with Nadine. So I think we kind of took, we, we gave her the floor, you know what I mean? They were kind of talking about sex education for young people, and Nadine is a mom, you know what I mean? So it was all about, like, having the talk and all that kind of stuff, which is a topic that in sex education like we need to kind of talk more like we're all orienting our sex education surrounding around adults but why we're doing that is why we do that is because we nobody had it when they were a young adult or a kid you know what i mean so it's like this thing of creating the sex education you know at the appropriate late age levels you know and changing and catering the conversation like you know as the kid gets older and stuff like that so yeah definitely episode 207
0: or maybe if we had some confusion around it it was because oh well it's just such a complicated topic and therefore you know you have to be in your 20s or 30s to be able to comprehend it when really part of it was that because we were taught something else as children and and as
2: adolescents, and we were taught that those things were axiomatic—that you know your gender and your genitals are completely intrinsically connected; yeah. that there are you know that men marry women and that's it. If you've been mired in that for two
0: decades of your life, it is going to be confusing when somebody has to unpack it and you have to
2: unlearn that. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that oh, this is just an inherently adult topic or concept it just means that's when we learned it
1: oh episode 219 male escort steve oh my god do i love this man (laughs) i met him at one of the bedpost stage shows he was actually invited on stage for an a um you know audience participation part of the show and he like was involved in an improv set with matt my husband and i talked to him you know to thank him for doing that and whatnot after the show and he was fantastic and i ended up interviewing doing a remote interview with him and i remember he was he was in his car (laughs) because he didn't have like a space in his home to do it so i think it was the winter and i think he was in his car recording this podcast Episode 219 with male escort, Steve.
0: Right. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, with, without sounding too graphic, there was this one couple, and it was a four-handed massage, and this lady has five kids under 10. Oy. She's currently breastfeeding two of them, right? Like, oh. she's never out of mummy mode. And so we managed to, you know, do the candles and essential oils and, and, and oh. a really nice massage to get her to relax. And I showed him or i taught him how to make her squirt (laughs) she didn't realize that she could do it he didn't realize they could do it and then you know they're both looking at me after the event like they're traumatized and i'm like just go hug your wife it's okay you know
1: (laughs) and then oh shit one of the other bedpost lives one of the rare bedpost lives episode 221 okay we had shah We had Domina Dolly. And then we had Griffin Toplitsky, a comedian, and Everardo Ramirez, a comedian. And the five of us, just like, we had the boys ask questions of these dominatrices. And same thing, same kind of idea that we did with Natalie and Lady Shane. We just got the guys to, like, react. And um, just getting a lot of funny fucking moments out of that. That was such a fucking pleasure. And i do it again. In a second, when and if we can get in rooms with large amounts of people. Episode 221, The Bedpost Post Podcast, live.
2: So, Can you explain like, to Griffin and oh, Erardo
1: a mindfuck? <laughs> mindfuck, <laughs> yes. In case we don't know. Just in <laughs> case. So a mindfuck yeah. <laughs> is where you lead someone to believe that something is taking place that isn't actually taking place. So, for example, I mean, before the show, um, what I did was I rigged your chairs <laughs> so that there is a dildo that's going to come out at I some point it. during the show. That's true. Okay. I saw it. Um, and so I don't want to, I just, I don't want to like uh, freak you guys out because you don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but at some <laughs> point during the show that might happen. Uh, Kaya helped us um, rig it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. so it might not work. So... so- I <laughs> Ooh, wow. So beginning of the pandemic is already happening on episode 226. I had Kate Sloan in to specifically talk about LDRs, because I was like, yeah, this is topical, you know, people are kind of separated from their partners right now and stuff like that. Um, Thinking that, you know, I'd have a bunch of people talk about pandemic type stuff on it. And then it's funny, I did like maybe five episodes of stuff that was related to that. And then it's like, okay, well, we'll just continue as normal then, I guess, with podcast guests, because, um, you know, it's a year and a half later, and we would have had to fill a year and a half of pandemic topics, which is not something that I could or wanted to do. But this one, I'm sure was very helpful to people kind of near the beginning of it. Episode 226 with Kate.
2: I think the main thing I do that's like that is I keep a to-do list every day or basically every weekday, uh, which is in a note on my notes app, which my partner has access to. And um, it's cute because like, I'll write what I have to do for the day, like answer emails, record a podcast, edit another podcast, whatever. And then my yep. partner will add little emojis after each one to kind of acknowledge and like sign off on having seen them. And then I'll check them off during the day. And it's It's really good for DS in particular because, like, I feel like it gives my partner a sense of where I'm at and how much I've accomplished. So they know if they need
1: to, uh, like, swoop in with a little bit of encouragement, maybe a little incentive to get some stuff done. And they know if Mm. they need to reward me for having gotten everything done. Okay, 231 with Evgenia from Spirit Sex Lab. She did um, a guided meditation with me. Like part of it, like the last half of it, she does a meditation. So if you're into guided meditations, listen to the second half of this podcast and she'll walk you right through it. One for free, which is pretty cool on episode 231 of Genya. So the color for the sexual energy is going to be orange. We're going to start now breathing with orange, about an inch and a half below the belly button at the front and the back and just visualize beautiful orange flowers blooming. You can even remember like a sexy fantasy or maybe go into a memory of some sort. You can also use PC muscle squeeze. So these are the muscles that we use to stop the stream
2: of urine. You can squeeze and breathe in and release and breathe out. Squeeze, breathe in, release and breathe out. And if you use that long enough, it sort of becomes your sexual pump, and you may start
1: feeling as though you're getting more and more energy into your genitals, into the lower stomach. Episode 245 with Mistress Blind. Amazing. Oh, not only is Mistress Blind so funny, so funny and so joyful, like the laugh, her laugh is so amazing. Um, but you know she is a blind as as her namesake she's blind and um, talking about her experience with kink and how she facilitates scenes and lots of little creative ideas like this one is jam-packed and like it's a joy she is a joy see what i mean episode 245 mistress mistress blind
2: i can just turn the lights off and I don't see a friggin' difference <laughs> It's like Yes, okay, well we're both gonna be in the dark. Love um it. here we go <laughs> <laughs> And
1: it, it's a it's a really it can be a really big mind fuck that neither of us can see what we're doing and it's more it's more of a Oh yeah, this woman that I'm playing with
0: actually doesn't need the lights on. Huh.
1: Yeah, okay. that's cool. That's cool <laughs> to have that drop in. Yeah, because you're showing them Yeah, you're you're showing them kind of your perspective of the scene. Welcome to the dock. Yeah. <laughs> Click. The you know what? The odd time I get like a real kink educator in here and it's just jam packed. Episode 254 with Carter Brule is exactly that. It's like a mini workshop in a f- couple different topic topics, um, gender play, suffering, emotional first aid. I actually incorporate emotional first aid into like, um, you know, just a little section on it um, into parts of my workshops now because it's so integral. So if you're like into learning about kinky shit, definitely check out 254 with Carter.
2: But so being able to think about what are your triggers, and I use trigger to mean something that you are going to be highly reactive to. So something that's gonna cause a sort of big reaction for you. If you know about it, try to avoid it unless you're directly targeting it and then be really honest about like, what are the things that kind of make that really strong trigger for you? What are the sort of things that might be like trigger light? So right. if if it's you know you wanna being sort of held down and immobilized is really really hard for you then maybe you're not gonna do a full body vacuum bed but like one hand holding down one limb could still be a lighter version of that.
1: Episode two sixty nine a fa- another fantastic Kingster Ash, this one's adorable because we're both like really giggly tops. We both really like playful domination, and we're both switches. We had a lot to talk about, and I just remember them being so flawlessly fabulous on this episode that I would recommend it in a heartbeat if someone wanted to ask me, like, you know, what is where should I start? What episode should I listen to? I would say 269 with Ash.
2: We are switching. Maybe we should kind of see what that looks like. And so we did kind of tiptoe into it. We started out in a more like, ah, yes, he is in charge and he he is all he's the dominant and and the top Mm -hmm. for a lot of like our kink when we first started dating. And then the first time we were like, okay, so so pet, you're going to hit me. And I'm like, great, I can do this good. I can I can hit daddy. Sure. That sounds normal. I guess I've seen this before. I haven't. Um, So Yeah. (laughs) So, um, in our dynamic, like even when I am topping, um, he is still the daddy. He's still, Mm -hmm. even if I'm doing things that he did not even directly ask me to do, even if I'm fully in charge of the scene, he's still
1: my dominant. (laughs) Episode 283 with Taryn, um, is wild. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a mood. Oh my God. The two of us were like, just nuts. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) I love it. I wouldn't, (laughs) like, we're just laughing the whole time. Like, I didn't even put, fucking put on the mic until, like, 20 minutes in, and then I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, fucking no. Um, but yeah, we were just having way too much fun on this one. Episode 283 with Taryn from Ace in the Hole. You stop for a little ice cream on the way back to the hotel, yes. An unexpected treat, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Travel tips from Taryn. There's nothing that says, ooh, exciting, than just falling asleep and waking up (laughs) lost. In public. Episode 285 with Ella Dawson. This is one that... I basically got her on the pod because I, I, I follow her on Twitter and she's a writer and she writes a lot about herpes and I've been wanting to do a herpes based episode or like, you know, just talking about STIs and stuff like that. And, like, the challenge there is trying to find a guest that's super knowledgeable, that kind of stuff that can come on the to- pod and talk about it. You know what I mean? So, Ella happened to be somebody that was perfect. I think she, like, put on her Twitter, Hey, I'm into doing podcasts. If anybody wants to, holler at me and I was like oh my god this is my chance and I like got in touch with her Um, she's a big deal by the way Um, and got her to talk about like biphobia and um, all kinds of cool stuff from articles she's written but the main part of it is herpes which was something that I was really wanting and excited to talk about with her episode 285 Ella Dawson just don't you feel like you don't have any options. Yeah. yeah. When
0: you're diagnosed with an STI, you feel like I'm never going to be desirable again. Yes. I'll be lucky if anybody chooses me. Um, I will always pose a risk to the people I'm having sex with. Yeah. You really feel like you're you're bringing a lot of baggage to any relationship. And eventually you realize that that's all bunk and that you're wonderful and that an STI is not a big deal. But particularly in the beginning, when you're struggling with that diagnosis, Mm -hmm. you're very vulnerable to being in an unhealthy relationship, either staying in one or entering one.
1: Yes. And then, okay, episode 292 seems like yesterday because it was only a few weeks ago. Isla Carlisle, what a fucking adorable human right now. Just going to say it. This episode was so lovely. We talked about in-person sex work and regulars and role play. I didn't even have to look through the um, summary on that one. I just remember that shit. And I remember it being just like such a lovely convo. Again, if somebody asks me like nowadays an episode, I would recommend them to listen to episode 292 with Isla Carlisle is definitely going to be one of my choices.
2: The humans in the Golden Group, or the people that I like to see regularly and that like to see me regularly, are typically people who view sexual experiences in the same way. And that are turned on by all of the little things that lead up to the huge, powerful sexual time that we're going to have together. As Mm -hmm. well as the great things that come afterwards. Like Those are the humans that I vibe super well with. And that's how I want to describe my golden group more than anything. They're the people that I vibe super well with. And we have a lot in common in the way that we go about our sexual experiences. So they can appreciate the way in which I offer these things in this space. And I can Mm -hmm. appreciate their freedom and their honesty in those spaces.
1: And then, yes, I think I should leave it there. By the time I put in all these clips I think it's going to be well over an hour and you know what it's I'm celebrating too so I don't want to give myself too much work in the editing room in the chopping room um about that so (laughs) definitely going to finish there I just want to thank you all again for listening especially if some of you have been here from the very beginning gosh thank you unbelievable really um I'll do my I'll do my outro spiel I guess. <laughs> Seems kind of weird cuz I'm here alone but hey you're here with me and you can go to Twitter at the Lady Pim One, that's where I'm most active. However, if you are an Instagram person, I'm at the Bedpost Podcast or I'm at the Lady Pym. We have a Patreon, it's The Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube, it's The Bedpost Show. We have an email, ladypim at protonmail.com, if you're interested in kink inquiries. Um, the Bed Post Sex at gmail.com if you're interested in asking me anything about the podcast lastly i want to thank um i almost said the love of my life stephanie copeland (laughs) she does all the original music for my podcast and you can find out more about her at steph copelandmusic.com and yes thank you to all my fucking guests thank you to all my fucking listeners and we'll see you next week doing our usual thing with a fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality here on the midpost podcast get fucked everybody Happy 300 Bye This
0: podcast has been brought to you by The Sonar Network Sonar